0: Hello, peers and loyal fans. Tomorrow in our class, we're going to be looking at women in the antebellum era, specifically from the lens of identity and perception. So tonight's podcast will be some prep work for that part of this larger unit on the antebellum era in U.S. history. Tomorrow, we'll look at a number of texts that help us explore how women viewed and portrayed themselves in writing, as well as how they viewed and portrayed others. In order to do this effectively, students are going to need to brush off their textual analysis skills and be prepared to look closely at Diction. As all of you listeners know, carefully constructed language is a foundation of all good writing and the subject of all good analysis. So, this podcast will get students started with the first text in our series on antebellum women, Ain't I a Woman by Sojourner Truth. Students should have already read and taken some notes on this text on their own. Make sure you have those in front of you now, students. For parents or other fans, you can look up the full text online if you'd like to follow along. Right now we're going to focus on the second paragraph, so zoom in and take a look at that one. So in this section, there are a couple of different things that we can take a look at. But if we're practicing our close reading and our analysis, um, there are a few things that I'm gonna point out as kind of good examples um, for what you would notice in this section of the text. Um, the first one that we want to take a look at is listing. Um, and really what we notice that in the first part of this paragraph, what she does is she lists perceptions, right? Um, perception of, of what it means to be a woman, what it means to experience um, the life of a woman, right? Um, being in carriages, uh, lifted over ditches, uh, having the best place, right? She lists those three things. Um, and she really is using those to establish contrast, right? Because in the next sentence, she repeats that list, but with the nobody um, and no one gives me those things. So she's really showing this kind of difference between um, perceptions and, and what is real for her, what she's really not experiencing. And those are positive perceptions that she's listing in the beginning, um, but those are not things that she actually sees or experiences in her own life. And in the second part there, we, we have kind of another example of listing. Um, she kind of lists all of these more kind of difficult realities, these active um, verbs, these things that she's done, right? Plowed, planted, gathered, uh, work, eat, bare lash, born children, cried, all of these things that um, make us think of, you know, having to do hard work, having to put in time and effort and energy. Um, and some of them are not even necessarily bad, right? Born children, that seems positive, but then it's kind of contrasted with that, right? They're taken away and she cries for them. So there's this kind of sense of all these elements of life and all of this hard work and difficulty in her life. And those are the realities of her life. Those are the things she's listing as being realities. So where in the beginning we have listing being used for contrast as kind of a, here's a perception of what people think and here's what's, um, you know, that's not what my life is like. And then she lists the realities and kind of uses that to provide a contrast from her first list, right? So listing is kind of used in a couple different ways, um, really all for the aim of kind of emphasizing contrast. Uh, Another thing that we see is, obviously, it's hard not to notice the title standing out here, right? Ain't I a Woman? And using that idea of questioning and repetition combined, right? Asking that over and over again. Ain't I a Woman? Ain't I a Woman? What she's really doing there is generating both a tone and kind of a connection with her audience. Uh, She has passion. She's making a connection. And she's challenging her audience. You can tell that by asking that question, she really wants people to think about it. Am I not a woman? I've experienced these things. You tell me that I'm not a woman, right? Um, in a lot of ways, we could see that as her trying to connect with her audience, getting them to think about and kind of feel for her, and and maybe see parts of themselves in her in her comments. Um, but we also see her challenging her critics, and that she also is kind of putting that question out there and repeating it and really pushing it to get people to to think and really challenge their thinking. Um, you know as much as they're challenging perhaps her on a daily basis so we see both of those things really come into play so this idea of listing just kind of simple listing of words as well as asking questions phrasing your words in a certain way are both kind of leading us to these important ideas of contrast tone connection with the audience that really end up kind of making the impact that she wants and, and kind of drawing us into her experience and understanding of what it means to be a woman by focusing on language and diction, we can notice how truth is choosing words to generate a certain tone, persuade her audience, and show them how she feels. The way she contrasts the experience of white and black women at the time helps us to understand the perceptions that existed about gender and race, as well as the realities that were often at odds with those perceptions. Students keep this in mind as you come to class tomorrow where we'll look at and analyze more texts on women in the Antebella era, in small and large groups. Until then, this is Miss Tincher, signing off.